Welcome to Alchemy in the Midlife Kitchen with Dr. Anne Moyer Bussey, a podcast series for women in midlife who yearn to gain new clarity and purpose for the afternoon of life. So, a big welcome to this podcast, and today we're pleased to welcome a very special friend and colleague of mine, Deb Pace. I first met Deb when we were studying neurolinguistics programming, coaching, and EDISC behavioral profile training together a few years ago. I was really impressed with Deb's positive attitude and her ability to inspire others and her endless thirst for personal development. So, Deb, a very big welcome, and we're so grateful you've taken the time to be with us today. Thanks, Anne. Uh, Thanks for having me. That's great. And Deb, you're coming up to the fabulous 50s, (laughs) that time of transition where we have the chance to reflect back on our experiences and life journey as we approach the afternoon of life. And in previous podcasts, I've talked about that as being alchemy in the midlife kitchen, the alchemist being the one who took all those um, raw materials and turned them into gold. And for us, it's about taking all those experiences from the morning of life and turning them into gold for the afternoon of life. And you've grown up with children and you're passionate about horses. So tell us a little bit about what led you to see the power of growth and the power of personal development and working with horses. So, Anne, I was, um, I've had a passion for horses all my life. So, um, you know, growing up with them and and uh, working in stables and, and so forth. Um, and then... Um, I had my kids and uh, one of them, one of my children, he he was uh, very much into diving. So uh, 10 metre platform diving, that is actual uh, Olympic diving sport. And, um, and with the ability to have to drive him into the pool every day, I'd actually go past uh, the coaching institute or uh, which was a personal development growth area that we, the, the, or, or college, I suppose you call it, or institution uh, where you could learn life coaching and you could learn neuro-linguistic programming. So um, always had an interest in personal development and being better than what I am yesterday and making a change for tomorrow. So I, it led me to, to go in there one day and just find out some information and that's where I came across you and um, a whole heap of other people that were studying uh, personal growth and development. And, um, and so then I started to bridge the gap between how I can use my horses and how I can help other people to, um, to fulfil their goals and their dreams and their aspirations or change their current situation to a different one, um, utilising the horses. So that's how that's how that sort of came about. So, Deb, you've had a lot of experience now working with the horses and helping people. What is it about the horses and the way you work with people that helps people to change and to grow and to understand themselves better? Good question, Anne. Good question. Um, I think there's a number of ways in which the horses help. Um, So first and foremost is the fact that the horses are in an environment 
that is completely different to our own environment. So um, the first thing we do is we place ourselves from a known environment, such as a home or a office or a clinical environment to a natural environment. So um, we're placing ourselves in a in an arena or a or a yard that's quite large. Um, it has uh, no walls. Uh, yes, it has a fence, but it has no clinical walls, um, and it has the horses in there as well. So that's the first thing is is we're changing the environment. So we're going from an environment that we know to an environment that we don't know. Um, the second thing is the horses provide us with. Um, a number of things. One is a metaphorical feedback. So we are able to utilise the horses and draw our own experiences and our own knowledge and of what we think the horses are doing opposed to um, what they are actually doing. So those, even if you have horse experience or you don't have horse experience, um, you can watch and visualise the horses interacting and that then becomes a metaphor for what it is you want to change in your life. So that that's the first part. The second part is horses have a unique ability um, through energetical um, contrast. So so every one of us has a has an energy about us. We have an energy that we put out. And the easiest way to think about this is when you walk into a room, so if you walk into a room where there is currently people, you automatically have a sort of this intuition whether it's a cold room or the, the room feels like, oh, someone's had an argument here um, and it just feels a little bit cold and a little bit standoffish. Um, I think we've all been in that situation before um, or you walk into a room that's very friendly and open um, so the horses can feel that within people um, they can read uh, body language within people as well because they are able to read their own body language that they are superior in reading body language as it's their number one source of communication um, so there's a number of things that are going on when we're using the horses to then sort of bring it back and debrief about what were the horses doing, what was the client doing, and then metaphorically utilising that to help the client move to wherever they um, foresee the future or, or sometimes it, they bring out how we see ourselves within ourselves or they might bring out um, something that uh, is going on in our life that we haven't been aware of or that we've suppressed somewhere. It, that That's how they, they work. Um, and in conjunction with, obviously, myself, uh, facilitating some questions around, you know, what are the horses doing? How are they um, interacting with you? What do you think about them? What do they think about you? So, so creating that mind shift of, um, of externalizing to then re-internalize to the client. What a wonderful experience. And uh, I was just thinking when you were saying that, what an example it is for the process in midlife of moving through the phase from morning to afternoon because you talked about changing the environment and that's the very thing that women need to do. They go into menopause 
or more or less some sort of changes happen and the environment has to change and there's a need to go inward and also then they have this metaphorical feedback that the horses give and it's about women learning to listen to the feedback isn't it yeah and it it, it definitely is it's about us definitely listening to the feedback that our bodies are giving us um the feedback of achieving more in life or or, or looking forward to another purpose or a driven goal maybe yeah that's so true on that what sort of things are you really looking forward to as you're also aging a little bit and, and aging is such a positive thing because we're growing and we're becoming as we age so what are some of the things that you look forward to that are really wonderful possibilities for you in the afternoon of life inwardly as well as outwardly so i'm going to bring it back to my experience my experiences with the horses and me utilizing them as well. So I, I definitely go out there and, and meditate with the horses and, and do some my own well-being. What I have noticed is changing. You you mentioned about you know in your earlier life we have kids, we have families. Some of us choose to have children, some of us don't. Some of us choose to have careers, some of us don't. Um, in, in that regard. So moving from being a parent to moving to being back with my husband is one of the things I'm looking forward the most. So being able to reduce, I'm not going to say kids always, you're always going to worry about your kids, you're always going to be there for them, but to be able to set them free. So horses, um, set their young free and even though they're still part of the herd um, they take care of themselves and move on and um, and create their own families and their own herds and their own um, areas so I think that's really important uh, for me to utilize that and go you know what it's time for them to move on time for them to make their own way in life so then that gives me the freedom to then spend more time with my husband and do the things that we've always wanted to do together um, without the kids I guess I without the kids uh, but without that sort of additional um, responsibility I've still got a responsibility, but um, without the responsibility being in the forefront, so that responsibility sort of gets you know, um, pushed back down the line as as those younger ones take on more responsibility of their own lives and their own actions. Um, and being able to to build my business and help more people because you know time frees up, so um, you know we can build our businesses more so or not, depending on how we feel at the time. That's lovely, Deb. And just coming back to, you know, you were saying how sensitive the horses are, sensitive to what's going on around them, sensitive to the movements of people. And um, it's very important, isn't it, at this stage of life that that becoming much more sensitive to what's going on within you as well as without you and tapping into that inner wisdom that women have and tapping into that deep feminine intuition, what would you suggest that women need to do or what would help them most to do that if they haven't got horses, they're by themselves, 
what would be the things that would really support them, do you think? One thing that supports me the most is being able to meditate. When I say meditate, meditation is how long is a piece of string, Um, whether it's taking a bath, whether it's um, going for a walk, whether it's doing your gardening, whether it's something that you can, in fact, channel your energy into that gives you pleasure uh, or, or brings uh, purpose is is a good thing. But also being able to get to a point in life where you can let go of stuff that doesn't matter. There's a book called Don't Sweat the Small Stuff. And really, you get to a point where I've got to a point where things don't matter as much as what my relationships do so how I show up what I I place as a priority or what I don't place as a priority matters to me um, and I don't want to say and doesn't matter to anyone else um, but it really doesn't matter to anyone else it matters to me and how I um live my life moving forward and being okay with being okay and being okay with not being okay at some times Um, to own your own awareness to believe in oneself to to go I've got this and I can do this and you know it doesn't matter if you make a mistake because at the end of the day no one's going to notice Um, And if they do, it's not for very long. That's such a powerful point, Deb, isn't it? Because it's about living your own story, not living by what other people expect of you anymore. You know, often in that first part of life, we're always trying to please somebody else or do what we think is the right thing. But now, as you were saying there, it's about really believing in yourself and just being yourself and becoming yourself each day. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you've you've hit the nail on the head there, and it is. It's definitely n- no expectations from others. Um, not expecting to be a certain way or do a certain thing, um, but do it to please yourself and do it. You know, if the dishes don't get done for three days, does it really matter? To some, it might, but to others, it might not. But um, I remember years ago, a a very good family friend of mine, um, older friend, is a friend of my my parents' family, so, but he he was quite um, a friend with us as well, turned around and said to me, because I hadn't actually done the dishes and the kitchen was an absolute pigsty at this particular time, so, and he came over. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry about the state of the kitchen. I just haven't had time to clean it. And he turned around and he said to me, I don't come to visit your kitchen. I come to visit you. If someone comes to just visit your kitchen, what does that say about them? Not what does that say about you? And I'm like, huh, that's so true. I can stop everything, make a coffee, and have a coffee with someone without justifying why the kitchen is the way it is, for example. It'll get done when it gets done. Um, It's not to say that we're going to leave it for months, don't get me wrong, but 
uh, it's about that pre-perception of what others may think of us. It's like, well, no, that's not what it's about. It's about our perception of ourselves and what we think of ourselves. And it's about being present in the moment to that being with another person, isn't it? It's about just being there. Absolutely. As you are with them. That's beautiful, Deb. Thank you. And Deb, and also our listeners out there, if you live in Australia, and particularly if you live in Victoria, there may be an opportunity one day to meet Deb and her beautiful horses. And Deb, how can people get in touch with you? So the easiest way is probably through our, through our website, which is www.equineeffect.com. That's E-Q-U-I-N-E-E-F-F-E-C-T.com. And just go to our events. We run wellbeing events in small little groups. We don't do big, large groups, small groups on a Friday evening and a Sunday afternoon. We also run um, therapy sessions too, specifically for one-on-one or uh, families or couples um, as well. So that's probably the easiest way to get in touch. That's great. And I hope many of you will do that, even just to talk to Deb, because she has so much wisdom there and so much to share. And we really thank you, Deb, for being with us today. I'd love to keep talking, but our time is running out. But it's wonderful to have you, and hopefully we'll have you again. And to all you wonderful people there, if you wish to get in touch with me too, don't forget to look up the website, annemoyabasi.com, and there's a free webinar there that you can plug into, and that will help you on the journey and help you to begin to take those steps towards really embracing and loving this afternoon of life that we all love so much. And thank you, Deb, very, very much. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. You've been listening to Alchemy in the Midlife Kitchen with Dr. Anne Moyer Bussey. We look forward to your company next episode. I'm Chris Ashmore. Thanks for listening.